Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Well, Bobby, we're back live on site this week on Urban Spelunking. You and I took a little trip to the east side to visit the Alano Club. Which we were pronouncing wrong the yes, entire we lear- time. <laughs> <laughs> we, we learned that. It's but Alano, it's like, not Alano. Like yeah. the Alamo. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, right. yeah. I don't know why we were thinking Alano. It's just, well, I guess that sounds a little classier, right? Like, yeah. Ooh la la, sounds more European. <laughs> <laughs> so the Alano Club on Prospect and Albion on the east side. Uh, this is a, a, a another just incredibly uh, beautifully ornate home that has been you repurposed. You said ornate this time. I did. <laughs> Ornate's kind of the uh, urban spelunking uh, word of the episode every week, I feel like. Yes. We're always talking about yes. ornate stuff. But this uh, used to be a residence, and now the longest chapter of its existence, it's been dedicated to those in recovery as the Alano Club. Yeah, this has been a bucket list item for me. And the, the week we visited, I was supposed to also visit uh, the Harnish Fegger Mansion, which fell through, unfortunately. Um, but the, they were both designed by an arch- one of my favorite architects, Eugene Liebert, who we have talked about in other buildings uh, here. And those were said to be his two best surviving, like, home designs. So I thought that was going to be a great one-two punch. But we did get to the Alano Club, which is amazing. Built in 1903 for Fred Krauss, who was a, a grain and malt merchant. And it's just a beautiful house. And we should just drop the word Jugendstil here. <laughs> I was going to uh, say, that's the other word of this podcast. Sort of a German, a sort of a German take on Art Nouveau at the time, you know, so very kind of florid and decorative, but still has that sort of kind of Germanic heft to it, right? Um, but it's just really, be- it's beautiful outside, but it's also really beautiful inside. This is, a, I think, just a great example of a building that's more than it seems. You know, you might drive by it and think it's just a mansion or some office space, but um, they're really doing incredibly important and beautiful work inside the space and really helping those who are dealing with um, substance abuse, alcoholism on the road to recovery. And they've been doing it going on like se- 73 years. Yeah. yeah. So Fred Krauss built this thing, but never got to live in it. You know, in the one newspaper in 1903, it said it was talking about how the house is almost done and how beautiful it is. And here's all the features. And the very next day, another newspaper carried the news that he was basically dying, like wow. living at his daughter's house and dying. And then he died about a month later. So he never got to live in the house, although his family did for a while. But for 73 years, it's been doing this great. It's been a place where this great work goes on helping people. And that seems like a pretty great outcome. And on top of that, they've maintained it as it was. They've kept all the beautiful woodwork, the fireplace tile, the gorgeous main staircase. So, I mean, it's it's really the best of both worlds, right? Well, we're going to take you to the east side next on Urban Spelunking. But first, we're going to hop on the phone with Dave F., who is a board member there. Fill this in a bit about the mission. And then we go live at the Alano Club right after that. That's next on Urban Spelunking. April showers bring May flowers, potholes, and flat tires. If you've been saving up for a rainy day, those days are here. If you're in need of a more reliable ride, donate your old one to Radio Milwaukee. Did you know? A single vehicle donation can be almost three times as valuable as a single cash donation. Think of it as a financial super bloom for this public radio station. Learn more by going to RadioMilwaukee.org slash cars. So this obviously is right in the middle of a very busy part of the east side. We're on uh, Albion and Prospect. Prospect. I know when I was a student at UWM, I took this route every day, passed this building all the time. 
and I, I just always kind of assumed it was a residence or maybe a, I don't know, like a museum or a little like arts organization. Well, now this is also a place we think of as having these sort of tall buildings that people live in, but in the old days it was mansions. Like the, you know, the well-to-do had their mansions all along here, and there's still some that are here, but not as many as there used to be. Uh, but you're right, it's good to see like one of these buildings used for something other than just like some rich folks to live in. It's, you know, the people in need who need recovery services and that sort of camaraderie, getting it right here in the heart of the city, right? My name is Dave F. and I'm a member of the board of directors of the Alano Foundation. The Alano Foundation. So we got to get the pronunciation right. I I will admit when I was driving by and we were visiting the building, uh, we both thought it was Alano, but it's it's not. So we got that <laughs> out of the way. You know, it's interesting because if you go to the Alano Club for LGBTQ people, they call it the Galano Club. <laughs> and they have a G in front of it. Okay. And they actually, they do that. So I don't know. <laughs> That's perfect. But, um, yeah, the the foundation was formed about 76 years ago, and we are probably the oldest brick-and-mortar Alano foundation in the country. Alano is a word that's been used by recovering people for a long time for places that we go to get together. And our, our particular... Uh, building in that has been open for 76 years. We have 36 meetings per week, everything from AA to CA to NA, LGBTQ friendly meetings. We even have meetings that aren't 12 step, like Dharma Recovery. So it's pretty diverse. And looking at just the outside of the building, the architecture is so uh, so so unique. I mean, the you mentioned some of these planters, the porches kind of heavy stone but then looking above there's um some crests like a really interesting crest at the yeah, top it's really beautiful it's sort of again we mentioned this before that it's sort of it's jugendstil which is sort of a german take on art nouveau so it's got a lot of these sort of really light elements like those swooping curves that trait and those that tracery they look sort of like curvaceous s's um but also it still has a sort of solid kind of german vibe too doesn't it Jugendspiel, huh? Jugendstil. Jugendstil. Oh, terminology on this episode. Where there's gonna be a quiz at the end here. <laughs> it's been maybe three owners. There were there was the original family, the Kraus family, and then there was uh, somebody else who got it from the Kraus family for a dollar. And then I think I think I could be wrong about this, but I think that after that it was then sold to the Elno Foundation for a dollar. Or it, or it may not have been, I'm not sure. <laughs> but it was given to us for a dollar. And then we've been running it and managing it all these years. Oh, what a cool little alcove. Yeah, awesome? So we're inside of a turret maybe, or what would you call this? Like three quarters of a turret? It's like a, well, you know, it's just sort of a projecting bay, isn't it? Yeah, oh, a projecting like, bay, okay. It's pretty nice. Look, it's got this platform. Yeah, you got a little stage. You got a little singer-songwriter up here. Yeah, we could. <laughs> and this looks, I mean, it looks like it matches the floor. Wow. This beautiful, like, blonde finish. So we got to go see the ballroom. All right, to the ballroom, third floor. We were just blown away by that third uh, floor mural in the ballroom 
depicting the 12 steps and um, just how, how much different of a presentation that is uh, versus maybe just reading them on a page. Yes, it is. That was done by Jay Bird. He's a friend of the club and he has been for so many years and he wanted to <clears throat> do a little service work. So he said, here, take a, take a piece of the wall. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. And yeah. Well, you know, we all communicate in different ways on different levels and sometimes you need to have it drawn out for you. So. No, and I love this too, because it like, having this modern mural up here with the 12-step program in this original like 1903 ballroom really kind of shows you the old the original use and the current use of the place this is quite the view looking looking down from the second floor down the grand staircase we can see more of those kind of arts and crafts windows that german mm -hmm. take on that you said yeah again sort of very frank i mean the, the not exactly frank lloyd reddish but the, the sort of letting that you would see in the, the verticality and the like you know, very sort of modern looking right for the time and then uh these this banister this carved wood banister curved wood banister mm -hmm. and these uh kind of twisted braided Newel posts, right? Am I get my terminology right here? Uh, those are balusters. Oh, balusters, yes. Newel posts is the end. So tell me just kind of a, I know you mentioned the diversity of services, but can um, speak to the, the kind of the mission of the Alano Club and what it stands for? Well, one of the things that happens is you sober up and when, when you're using, you know, all your time is spent trying to keep, continue using. <laughs> and, uh, then what happens is, you know, you, you sober up and your whole life slows down completely and you don't really have, you, you don't know what to do with your time. And so this is a good place to come so that you can kind of figure out what you're going to do with your time, you know, play cards, look for a job, uh, you know, build a resume for yourself. We have a computer in there that you can do that on. Uh, we have, you know, and try to get your life back together and then have other sober people around you to give you ideas, to encourage you, to help you get going on that. And uh, we also have activities, like we have a baseball team, and they're doing okay, actually, I think. <laughs> They've been doing okay. <laughs> yeah, and, I was going to... You know, so there's just a lot of activity so that you can learn what sober people do so that you have something to do instead of looking for drugs, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I was just going to so, say how important um, how important is it to have that community of support of people that just really get it? It's very important. I, I notice it with young people a lot is they is they sober up and now they've got all this time on their hands and they it's it's boring. You know, your whole life slows down by 100 percent. And so it's you know, so you got to find things to do to keep things exciting. So you can come down some night and there might be a whole room full of young people and they'll be playing cards against humanity, you know, which is really a lot of fun. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff you can do and, you know, this and be perfectly happy and contented in doing it without any beer on board or any drugs or anything. You can have a lot of fun without that. And that's what you learn there too. And here we are descending the staircase inside of another little window bump out. Kind of a turret. Yeah, a, little sure, a, bay. a little bay bump. Is there anything else uh, before we go, though, that you want to shout out about the building specifically? Any, any like, really cool um, architectural details or maybe your, your favorite part of the building? Well, the, the front hall is kind of my favorite part. And it's done in that 
it's kind of the German form, German version of uh, Art Nouveau. And it's called Jungenstil. Ah, Jungenstil, yeah. Old, yeah. <laughs> Bobby mentioned that too. That's that's definitely the word of this episode. Yeah. And uh, then there's the ballroom up on the third floor, and that's where the big meetings take place, like Saturday Night Live, 7.30 on Saturday nights. It's an open AA meeting. So anybody can come. Maybe the last thing is just the people. There's a lot of love there. And a lot of those people uh, are really pretty wonderful. You know, and if, if you give yourself a chance, you can do a lot to save your own life. Well, that is, uh, I think, a perfect place to to end, and we really appreciate you making time for us and showing us, um, or getting us into the building and letting us look around. It was really impressive to be there, and of course, um, you know, obviously, great work that the organization does. Well, you can read more about the Alano Club, of course, at RadioMilwaukee.org. And uh, we also provide a link to Bobby's complete story in the description box. You can see tons of pictures and much more about the Alano Club. Podcasts here on 88.9 are produced by Curious Salinas. Curious, thank you for uh, joining us here in the field uh, in spirit. And uh, next week, actually, we're going to be at another building, another home, actually, built by the same architect on yep. 35th and Wisconsin. Yep, another Eugene Liebert house. This one was the one he built for Henry Harnischweger, which is a familiar name. Ha- Harnish figure. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> His company built heavy machinery and things. I've heard that name. Definitely a Milwaukee name, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next week. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Nate.